female who's my ex-best friend slash cousin um ex-best friend slash cousin we're gonna call her ruth and the guy involved we're gonna call him paul okay as always these stories are true these are things that i have experienced everybody's identity is kept safe except for mine okay now if you're local and you hear these stories and you know what the fuck i'm talking about just know that you know and i know and just keep on pushing okay all this shit happened in the past. I have no beef with no one. I'm just telling my stories because now I can sit back and I can laugh at them and I walk in my truth. And what you gonna do to me for telling the truth? Nothing. Okay? So, welcome to a story time with Lo. If there's any type of criminal activity, I will use the word allegedly, but there's no criminal activity involved in this story. Just some, you know, moral deceit, some shyness. And all that good stuff. But yeah, so you're tuned in. Let's get started. The boy is mine. 
right, so here we are, the boy is mine. So Ruth and I are cousins, we grew up together. When I say that we grew up together, I mean we were in elementary school, middle school, high school together, graduated together, um, had our first kids together. When you saw her, you saw me. When you saw me, you saw her. So, you know, spend the night together, got in all types of trouble together. Um, it was more than just her and I and our little group, but I'm going to keep it to her and I. Um, even though we grew up together, um, of course, there were some things about her that I did not like. Um, she could have a very, very nasty-ass attitude. Now, mind you, I have a nasty attitude as well, right? But I have a nasty-ass attitude when it's warranted. She would have, like, a nasty-ass attitude towards her mother, and may she rest in peace. She was the sweetest woman that I ever known. Um, she, Ruth was also um, a jealous person. When we were in high school, Ruth already had a shape um, of a female that you see on Instagram now that has the BBLs. She already had that. She had hips. Um... She had breasts, she had ass, um, she just did not have the face. Gonna be honest, y'all know I keep it a buck. She was facially challenged. She wasn't ugly, but she was not the prettiest. And yeah, in high school, you know, we all may not look our best because, you know, we're coming into our own person. But you guys know, even in high school, you know when you look good and you know when you ugly. And she kind of was on the higher spectrum of ugly. But she was able to pull guys because of her shape. And she was promiscuous. Yes. She, um, sis was out there. You know, she was sleeping with a lot of guys. And it was very well no, like she was the first person I knew to have an STD. Like she caught crabs, and I was like, "Well, how the hell did you catch crabs?" Because you know I took sex ed, so you know I'm like, "Did you not see the crabs on the nigga?" She was like, "No, they must have been hiding." And when he stuck his dick in me, they all went in me. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm not the brightest crayon in the box, but I'm not the dullest, and that just don't make sense, sis. But whatever, you know." Um, when she gave birth to her daughter in all honesty, transparency. We did not know who the father was. You know, we were sitting there when this child was coming out, like, you know, who is this baby going to look like? Um, I started to see the jealousy with her, honestly, when uh, we were in our senior year of high school. Um, you know how you, when you're in high school, you have like your group of people that sit at certain lunch tables and the table we said it was kind of like quote unquote the popular people the cool people a lot of the guys would gravitate to us because we was cool like we were like the homies like we didn't come to school dressed up in heels and stuff like some of the other girls did like we came in sweatpants big shirts like we kind of dressed like Aaliyah um sidebar was in high school when Aaliyah passed I'll never forget that morning it was so sad everybody was just depressed but you know, we kind of dressed like Aaliyah. We was cool. We was like one of the homies. The guys would always trip with us. And we literally, like, y'all know, like, we would be at the lunch table. 
just tripping, having a good time. Like, I had, like, a little side business where I would forge, like, all the people's parents' signature because they didn't want to take paperwork home. So, you know, just be sitting there tripping. And when she would see that she was not getting any attention, like, no lie, y'all, she would literally plop her big-ass titties on the lunch table and be like, ooh, my titties hurt. And then all of a sudden, all the attention would be on her. But that's how she was able to get attention by using her body and now that I look back on it like that was desperate but whatever so um when we graduated from high school um and all honesty like me and like a handful of my cousins were pregnant Debbie the other co-host of Loose Lips she was pregnant I was pregnant Ruth was pregnant like my mom was like the fuck did y'all have a pregnancy pack I was like no we were just fucking I didn't know all these people was fucking I didn't know all these people was pregnant but that will that's what happened excuse me had to get a drop of water um when we graduated high school I graduated with honors um I had, actually I skipped the sixth grade graduated with honors had a full academic scholarship like yes i know y'all be like lo you smart yeah i am smart even though i get on here when this mic turn on i act a fool i was always in the books i was always a nerd and her mom will always be like why why can't you be like look well l'oreal um that's my government name don't y'all ever call me that she's like why can't you be like her she graduated this she graduated that and you know as a teenager, as a child, you don't want your parent to compare you to somebody else, let alone your best friend, your relative. So I get it. She didn't like hearing that shit. So, you know, we graduated from high school. She actually had a good job. She started working there when she was in high school, and they just brought her on. So she had a good job. You know, I'm working two jobs, going to school at night, um, because after I had my daughter, I had my son when I turned 19. So, you know, we're all doing the mother thing. We're working. But me and her are still um, best friends. My other best friend, she actually was smart, did not get pregnant in high school, and had gone off to college. But her and I were still close. We're still best friends to this day. So myself and Ruth, we're still close. We're raising our kids. Our kids were actually going to the same daycare. Um, The people that ran the daycare, they actually ran the daycare I went to as a child. So our families knew one another, so our kids went there. Um, The daycare, the people that owned the daycare, um, the daycare director, she had a brother who is Paul. And Paul would be around at the daycare helping out. And Paul and Ruth started dating. So because of that, you know, I would see Paul, like, at her house and stuff more than just being at the daycare. So, you know, when your best friend is dating someone, you know, he would bring his friends around and stuff. And sometimes we would just all be outside her house. She was still living at home with her mom. And um, I had my own apartment because I was just ready to get the hell out of Dodge. And so, you know, we would be at her house and you know, just be tripping with Paul and his friends or whatnot. And, you know, um, you know, you hear stuff through the grapevine, like, you know, um, his friends, you know, would try to talk to me, but I really didn't care for his friends. And anybody that knew me back then and know me now, you know, I have a smart-ass mouth, woot-de-woot, I'm always shooting the shit. So, you know, I'm always joking with the guys, shooting the shit back and forth with them, just having a good time. And, of course, if the attention was on me, Ruth would want to steal the spotlight by pointing something out on her body, her hips, her ass, 
are her breasts. That's how she got attention. Not fabricating this shit. If I could bring other people on, I would. But like I always say, I protect everybody's identities itself for my own. And, you know, I just, like I said earlier, looking back on it now, it's kind of sad that, you know, she had to do that to get attention. But I guess when you're facially challenged, that's the only way you can get attention. And this is not me throwing shots. This is me stating facts. So, um... Like I said, she would use, she would point out something on her body to try to get attention, whatever, whoop de whoop. So, I'm at work one day, and I reach out to her, because normally I would talk to her every day, whether if she said something that pissed me off or vice versa, we always talked. So, um, I reached out to her one day, I, was, I had two jobs, so I would work a job in the morning, a job in the evening, and then on other other nights I would have um my college classes so I reached out to her to see what she was doing or whatever and no lie y'all I remember she texted me back and basically she was saying our friendship was over that I was blocking her from her blessings and I had to read the text message a few times because I'm like I'm blocking you from your blessings how can I block you from your blessings I'm like the one person who's always there for her and you know trying to give her sound advice because you know we're young and shit and you know we will do some stupid shit or whatever whatever but like I was always in her corner and I was just like okay and I'm not gonna lie y'all I did cuss her the fuck out via text message because I was at work because she made no fucking sense I'm blocking you from your blessings okay cool what the fuck ever so her and I are no longer friends because she feels like I'm blocking her from her blessings. And all honesty, I feel like, and I'm not going to lie, um, y'all know I've been on my weight loss journey. So I'm currently like teetering between 145 and 148. Back then, even after I had both my kids, I was still in, in a 130 range, no higher than 140. So I still had a figure and a bitch always been facially attractive and always kept her hair and shit done. So I kind of felt like, I felt like she said that in all honesty because her nigga was eyeing me. Let's just be honest. So she felt like she had to get rid of me because her nigga was eyeing me. Okay, cool means whatever you got to do to protect your relationship. I'm blocking your blessings. You're ending the friendship, whatever. So the friendship ends. Now, our kids are still going to the same daycare. So her and I are still seeing each other every day. Pull up at the daycare at the same time, leave out at the same time, sitting in the lobby waiting on our kids to come out at the same time, not saying shit to one another. But me, the petty bitch that I am, I will always make sure that, you know, oh, you going to see me, bitch. Like, I would get up in there. I just got that type of personality anyway. Like, if I'm cool with you, we laughing and having a good time. So I'm up there tripping with um, Paul's sister and stuff, the ones that run the daycare. We're tripping and laughing and all that other good stuff. You know, sometimes they will have stuff at the daycare for the mothers to come to. And, you know, her and I will be there. I remember one time um, I pulled up and her mom was there. Her mom was like, you know, Ruth is tripping. You know, I don't understand why she did that. I wish y'all would become friends again because, you know, y'all were so close. You were a good um, influence on her. But, you know, it is what it is. So Ruth and Paul are still dating. Ruth and I are no longer friends. And, unfortunately, her mother passes away. And 
I've always loved her mother, always had a close relationship with her mother. So I went to her mother's funeral. And in essence, that's how Ruth and I um, got back, you know, as friends. Because I showed up at her mother's funeral and, you know, we had a conversation. I really cannot remember what the conversation was about, but, you know, we started back being friends. But I never forgot that conversation. I never forgot her saying that I was blocking her blessings. So her and I are back friends again, and her and Paul are still dealing with each other. Um, but I think at that point, they were starting to come to an end. So I cannot remember exactly what happened for Paul and I to begin to talk. But we did. Now, let me just say this. Paul was cool, right? Um, Paul was a little thick gums, but Paul was not somebody that I would naturally go for. But Paul and I began to talk, not like on no sneaky type shit, just like, you know, some cool shit or whatever, whatever. Um, Kind of hit me up and stuff just to see what I was doing, um, how my kids was doing. Because he was close with my kids, you know. He would be at the daycare all the time and stuff. So, he was close with my kids. I was like, oh, they're cool. All this other good stuff. So, um, the job that he had was like a third shift job. And he had contacted me one night. And I can't remember what I was doing, but I was out. So, I went by his job. And I went to his job. And it had like, um, he worked at like a home for kids so you know at that time they were asleep they were like teenage kids and they were asleep and I went by there to see him once again I cannot remember the exact conversation but I can remember that that was the first night that he gave me head no hesitation and I didn't feel bad about it and he was telling me how you know he found me attractive and whatever whatever and I did was like well you know you still deal with Ruth and you know like that's my girl you know that's my cousin but I'm not gonna lie y'all at this point I really didn't give a fuck you felt like I was blocking your blessings I'm gonna show you how to block a blessing bitch and that's exactly what I did I started fucking around with her nigga and I didn't care and at that time I was engaged to my ex fiance the one that I talked about in A Cheating Wife. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. This story takes place during that time frame as well. Yeah, I was doing a lot of shit, y'all. That's why I don't do shit now. I'm tired. I've done all my shit. I'm in my 30s now. I'm tired. Sis can rest, okay? But all this took place while I was with him and Ruth and Paul was together. So, um, yeah, so me and him started, you know messing around he would come see me at my apartment he his part his apartment complex was actually in front of my apartment complex so it wasn't that far from each other to where you could just walk not even five minutes and we could see each other and I also had a friend girl that stayed out at the apartment complex that he lived at because her and I worked together. My second job, I waited tables, and her and I worked at the same restaurant, which was on the same street as our apartment complex. So, like, I literally would be at my apartment with my ex-fiance, and he would text me. And I, I literally, like, in all honesty, y'all, I literally just went to see this man just to get some head. 
because my fiance at the time did not give good head, but he gave bomb head, but I didn't want to have sex with him. So I literally would just go see him to get some head and take, bring my ass back home. And so him and I was messing around and um, I'm still in Ruth's face. I'm still with my fiance. I'm still dealing with Paul. Did not give two fucks. Didn't give two fucks about it. Did not care. And y'all not going to make me care either when y'all hear this story. I didn't care. And we've all done some shit that we didn't care about. And if you say you didn't, use a goddamn lie. So, whatever. So, I also had another friend that lived um, at this apartment complex. Um, and I actually told her about me and Paul. You know how you just have... You tell some things to certain people. I'm going to call her... Ethel. Because she looked elderly back then anyway, y'all. So I told Ethel about myself and Paul. Ethel knew Ruth. I did not think Ethel would go back and tell Ruth about myself and Paul. Oh, but yes, the bitch did. She went... And she fucking told it. So, of course, when Elsa goes back and tells Ruth about myself and Paul, about, and about how me and Paul have been messing around, Ruth gets upset, you know, she's calling, cussing me out. Okay, fine, I don't care. Yeah, your man has been giving me head. You said, I blocked the blessing. I was going to show you how to block a blessing. Now, I was pissed off. At, I really didn't give a fuck about Ruth. I didn't. I did not give a damn about Ruth. But I was upset with Elthel going back and telling because that was not Elthel's place to fucking tell. And so she was like, yeah, I told her because if it was me, I would want somebody to tell me and you're not supposed to be doing that anyway. First of all, bitch, I know I'm not supposed to be fucking doing this. But fuck it, we ball. Secondly, it wasn't your place to fucking tell because while you're up here telling Ruth about me and Paul, you need to be worried about your own nigga who's fucking these other bitches out here at this apartment complex that I ain't told you about because it wasn't my place to tell you. One thing about me that anybody can tell you, I mind the business that pays me. I don't tell nobody fucking nothing because it ain't my business to tell. And you're going to find out when you're supposed to find out. And when you find out, you're going to find out. And you're going to know that you found out because you found out, okay? But it ain't going to be my place to tell you. So me and Ethel got into it. Because actually, I whooped Ethel's ass at Walmart. I seen her out at Walmart. And I cussed her the fuck out and I whooped her ass. Because, like, bitch, what you're not going to do is that shit right there. And thank you got off fucking scot-free. Because I really don't give a fuck that Ruth found out about me and Paul. But, yeah, Ethel, you're going to learn how to mind the business that fucking pays you. So, yes, I will, um, almost knocked over the mic. I whooped Ethel's ass at fucking Walmart and left her the fuck there. So, the thing about it, though. So, after all that shit happened and Ruth found out about me and Paul, me and Paul kept messing around. Like... Paul still came to this day, to this day, which is crazy. Paul follows all my social media. So he's probably going to see this. Um, he listens to the podcast, so he's probably going to hear this story. Um, he follows all my social media. Um, you know, when he would try to DM me on social media and stuff and say, hey, how you doing? Woop, 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 woop. And I, honestly, I would ignore him because, you know, you're my past. You know what I'm saying? 
I really didn't give a fuck about you back back then either. Like we was cool, woot woot or whatever, and you gave me bomb ass head. But I really didn't give a damn about you back then, and I don't give a damn about you now. Like, do I want to see the man hurt? No, but do I give a damn? No. So the thing about it, like, it did nothing. It did nothing. She found out, and it did absolutely, positively nothing. The nigga was still coming to give me head and going about his day. So, of course, me and Ruth stopped being friends. Whatever. Who gives a damn, you know? I don't need a person around me that's jealous of me. And I bet y'all like, well, damn, low. she didn't need you around her either. I guess not. But at the same time, she brought this on herself. And the reason why I say she brought this on herself, y'all, one thing us women should not do, and I don't care how close you think you are to a female, you don't sit there and tell another woman about what your man is doing for you inside and outside the bedroom. Let me repeat myself if you did not hear me. What us women should not ever do is tell another woman about what our man is doing for us inside and outside the bedroom. When we would be chilling with her, sis was always there saying how he's doing this, how he's doing that, how he's this way in the bedroom, how he's this way and that way. And in all honesty, prior to her mother passing, when she was telling me about, oh, you're blocking my blessings, our friendship is over, and then we became back quote-unquote friends, bitch, did you not think that I was going to get your ass? Like, and I know that sounds wrong, but that was my mentality at that time. I'm like in my early 20s, 19, 20, 21, 22 maybe, yeah. So that was my mentality. Like, bitch, I'm going to get you because I have been your friend for all these fucking years, good, bad, wrong, and different. And for you to say that I'm blocking your blessing when I have done absolutely nothing but been a bad bitch all my fucking life, I can't help that I'm a bad bitch. I was born a bad bitch. I did not choose this life. This life chose me. Okay? So I I, I couldn't help that. And, you know, she didn't understand that because she was not born a bad bitch. She was just born a bitch. So... She did not understand the lifestyle that I was blessed with and the looks and so forth. So I get it. And looking back on it now, you know, now that I'm older and I'm 35, you know, the optics are low. You was wrong as fuck for what you did. I don't give a fuck. Okay. It is what it is. It's life. You're going to go through shit. I have people that have done some shitty stuff to me. I have done some shitty stuff to people. The thing is, you learn and you move forward. Would I ever do some shit like that again? No. Do I feel bad about what I did? No. What you want me to do about it? I can't do anything about it. But she brought this shit on herself. And that's life. You know, currently, Ruth, um, from my understanding... She's married. Um, you know, when you on Facebook, you know, people post pictures or whatever, whatever. Me and her are not friends on social media. But, you know, I've seen pictures of her and her husband. And, you know, my mom always said, if you don't have nothing nice to say about somebody, don't say nothing. So I'm not. But, you know, she's moved on with her life. I moved on with my life. 
you know, I'm still a bad bitch. Just, you know, like I said, this life chose me. I didn't choose it. And, you know, that's what happened. She thought the man was hers, but he wasn't. Because still to this day, if I wanted Paul, I could have Paul. Paul is still there in my DMs, you know, whenever he feels like he gets the chance. But then I go block him, and then he pops up again, and then I block him again because I don't want to have a conversation with you. Not because I hate you, but I'm beyond that. I'm past that. I'm in a different space in my life, and you will not inhabit that space. So it was nothing like, you know, Brandy and Monica, us confronting the dude. No, she broke up with Paul, and that very same day, Paul was with me, um, giving me head. Because Paul was good at giving head, you know. Um, Can't really say too much about the penis. Really didn't care for it, but the head was awesome. So, yeah, that story time was low, you know, short, sweet. And to the point, the boy was mine. The boy could still be mine, but I don't want him, you know, at all. And that's what happened. Like I said, I, I've done a lot of shit. Am I proud about anything? No. Um, do I regret anything? No, because it's life. And I tell these stories because, like I said, it's life. We all have done some things. You know, some things might have been you know, worse than others, but we've done them, and I can sit back, I can laugh about it, I can be like, damn, low, you really did that shit, but it is what it is, and like I tell my kids, we're humans, we're gonna make mistakes, you just gotta learn from those mistakes, I did learn from that mistake, that's not something that I would ever do again, but it's also not something that I fucking regret either. And it's not something that I feel bad about either. I'm never going to feel bad about anything that I might have done ever in life because I did it and I felt like it needed to be done at that time for whatever reason. And it is what it is. You know, when you walk in your truth, no one can ever use it against you. No one can ever use whatever I've done against me because I'd be like, yeah, I did it. Okay, next. You know what I'm saying? So, if y'all take anything from these stories that I tell y'all, except for the fact that, lo, you ain't shit, take that don't ever feel bad about anything that you've done unless if it's murder or something, you know, to a child. Don't ever feel bad about it. It's life. Shit fucking happens. Learn from whatever mistake that you made and move on and don't beat yourself up about it, okay? So, short, sweet, and to the I'm trying to figure out what story I'm going to bring y'all next with story time a little because I have so many. Um, I'm going to pull out some old journals. Um, I don't know if I want to tell you something recent, if I want to tell you something else, but I'm going to find a story and I'm going to bring it to y'all. So if you enjoy, you know, a story time with Lo, if you enjoy any um episodes that come from loose lips podcast please rate review and subscribe you can now rate us on spotify it does not let you leave a review but please rate us on review and rate us on apple podcast as well it makes it easier for people to find us especially if you love the show um we're now on whatsapp i dropped a little qr code on our instagram the instagram is loose lips pod so you can reach out to us when i say us is me I'm doing all the social media. Anything with Lucifer's podcast is me. So do it that way. Um, 
email us loose lips pod at gmail.com the lips is with two s's follow us on instagram loose lips pod you can follow me on twitter we have a twitter for loose lips it's loose lips um lips is with two s's but you can follow me as well lolo bunny 86 that's my twitter and my instagram handle once again if you're local and you hear these stories and you know just know that you know and i know but just know and keep on pushing um with your life okay um dm me let me know what y'all think drop a comment whatever you want to do like us on facebook loose lips podcast join our group loose lips podcast i'll be telling people to join a group on facebook then i see these member requests and i'll be like who the fuck is you like i get the looking like who is you like who sent you but then i have to remember oh they're listeners you know they're probably listeners so let them in the group so yeah thank you guys for tuning in to the boy is mine um the lesson from this story is ladies don't tell another lady about your man just say you happy and keep it pushing don't give him details. Don't tell them what he's doing inside the bedroom nor outside the bedroom. Just tell him that you happy, wear a smile every time, and keep it pushing. Because there are trifling bitches out there, like me, who will go see why you smiling so fucking hard, okay? All right. Until next time, you guys be safe. We're still in the Panera Bread. Subscribe to the podcast.